But yeah, sounds like Nam's. You know, it's funny because this Nam is one of those things where he and I are a hundred percent different because he loves to get out there and be in the mix and you know meet the rock star guys and have the rock star guys talk about the show, which we do get a lot of. We get a lot of these '80s metal guys that listen to this because we talk a lot about their you know their bands and their music and whatever and he loves to be out there and be neely from the classic metal show and i can't be fucking bothered i cannot be bothered with i don't want to meet rock guys i don't want to hang out nam to me i was telling him yesterday or the day before nam to me sounds like the worst experience i could ever spend twelve hundred dollars doing it's meeting a bunch of rock guys and looking at a bunch of gear. Nothing sounds less fun to me than that. Looking at a bunch of gear and then walking up to Joe Satriani and going, oh, these are your pickups, huh? That's awesome. You know, <laughs> That's the difference between being a musician and a music fan, though. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan, not a musician. I'm definitely... Yeah, if you play, that's like Mecca, right? There, yeah, right? well, yeah. But Neely doesn't play. Neely's just a... Yeah, but he's a gear nerd, though. Yeah, well, that is true. He is. Where me, I can't even figure out how to fucking plug a microphone in for you. So, <laughs> I could use some NAM experience here. What are we on, like, mic number three, cable number two, and we still yeah, can't seem to can't get it working? Can't get it to work. It's fucking junk. It's sorcery. That's all. I know. It'll. You know what? It'll start working the minute you guys go home. This fucking microphone will pop on, but but anyway. I think my brother burned it out last time he was here, actually. That's the problem. It could be with his loud ass. John is loud. He is? Oh, pff, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. He just projects, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> He's not loud at all. No, he is definitely a, a big mouth bitch, that's for sure. <laughs> It's it's funny, you know. We did the Dog Pound podcast, um, whatever day this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it was. And, Why? Well, because we needed to talk about the coach, and we needed to have some sort of end because it's we the last two weeks of the season. You know, we were trying to do it every week, but the last two weeks we just didn't want to talk about it anymore. John would text me during the week. He'd be like, "Dog Pound podcast," and I'd be like. No, let's try tomorrow. And then I'd hit him up, and, and he'd be like, nah, fuck that. And then we just like, well, let's just wait till the, the, the stupid as we are, we were like, Drink. we were like, let's wait till after, till after the Bengals game. Cause we want to do it on a win. <laughs> we want to, we want to, we want to finish up on a win where we can have some sort of an up, up tick. And then, of course, they shit the bed with the Bengals. <laughs> it was like, it was like, all right, now what? So I asked John, I said, you want to do a show? And he's like, nope, let's wait for the coach. Because we figured Freddie would be fired on Monday. And just like every other team in the NFL, the coach would be hired by like Wednesday. We just assumed that this bunch of fucking cocksuckers would be drink. would would <laughs> would do it the right way. Well, no, of course. Imagine playing this drinking game during that podcast. <laughs> oh we my need god! To stop talking about the Browns right now. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, we did finally do a dog pound podcast. And when we went into it, 
we both said, well, this will be about 20 to 30 minutes. We were like, yeah, we'll, we'll just do something quick. We'll talk about the new coach. We'll talk about our thoughts. We'll talk about Odell Beckham, and we're out. Hour and a half. And on top of that, probably another half hour of bullshitting in between. It was like, what the hell? It was. See, and he's the dude watching the clock. Like, as soon as the 30 or 35 minute mark hits with the Star Wars podcast, that he's like, all right, uh, and we're going to wrap it up here on this episode of the- Jesus. Well, he knows he can't control me. That's the difference. You guys will actually listen to him and go, okay, that's it. Where me, I'll let him hang up and I'll just keep on talking because I don't really need John. <laughs> you know, I can talk for, I talk six hours every week and it's mostly me. Yeah, he insists on leading our show, but then rolls it up as fast as possible. Which I can't, I don't understand. I don't understand why he's wrapping up the, the Nerf Herder Council right now. Isn't this like an exciting time with the the new movie and the Mandalorian and the you know the the screen the the screenplay that leaked or whatever and oh yeah there's tons of stuff going on but it seems like every Wednesday night he just can't be bothered he's like I want to get home that's it it's after nine o'clock I should already be in bed yeah get over it old man he Jeez. doesn't go to bed that early well by going to bed he, he yells means... at me for going to bed that early and he goes upstairs and plays the freaking video game going to bed means getting some booze. <laughs> upstairs in yeah, the main course where he lives mm-hmm. but i would think right now you guys would be doing two and three hour podcasts because there's a lot to talk i'm not even a star wars fan and i know great you want to do the show <laughs> i would do it I'd, look as little as i know i'll bet you i would make people laugh listening to it just because i would admit that i don't know anything and i'd be like oh yeah and solo it's it's kind of astounding actually we've been on for over four years and you've never been on the show I would do it. Dude, I've never been invited. Would you like to do the show? I'll do it in a minute. You're invited. Just tell me when. Wednesday. You know, I mean, I'll have in to ask. some month. I'll have to clear it. I'll have to clear it with my boss to make sure that I, you know, uh. that I can come. And, you know, as long as John keeps us on a tight schedule. Cause make sure there's no snow because, you know. If it snows, you're not getting out of your driveway. Of course I'm not. Nobody shovels. <laughs> no, fuck that. Shovel, drink. <laughs> Just make sure you ask your girlfriend first to make sure you're allowed to come over. Girlfriend? I have no girlfriend. Please. I don't want a girlfriend. I don't want a wife. I don't want anybody. You know, this is a perfect example. The the Nerf Herder Council podcast. This is something, if I was still married to Georgetta and I said... I'm going to go and do the Nerf Herder Council talking about Star Wars. She immediately, I know what her first reaction would be. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, oh, well, that sounds fun. That sounds like you'll have a good time. You know, like any realistic fucking wife might want to have drink. (laughs) It would be, it would be, how much money are you going to make for doing that? (laughs) That, that was always her thing with me. When I was doing the metal show, and this is true, true, true story, we used to do the, the karaoke with Billy on Wednesday nights out at the Revolution. And, you know, it was something we promoted. It was the metal show presents heavy metal karaoke with Billy Morris. And... 
I, I, I kind of came up with the idea, me and Billy. And all she could say to me was, how much money are you going to make? How much money are you going to make? How much money are you going to make? So I ended up billing Billy $75 per week to have us come out there. That was for me and Matt. And we split the 75 and a half. And then spent it on a bar tab. No, because Billy always let me drink for free. Oh, gotcha. That was always his big mistake with me. But I took my $200 anyway, but I just took it at the bar, not not from booze. And I just drove home hammered. I did you a favor. <laughs> but I literally did it so that I could drop $37 on the table and say, there's your money. I'm going to bed. And that's how the... She would meet me at the door at 2.30 in the morning to see if I was hammered, and I always was. And and I was like, here's your money. It wasn't even, I wasn't going to argue with her about being hammered. It was, it was a simple, it was a simple, are you drunk? Here's your money. Fuck you. And I won't make you drink on that one just because that one had to be said that way. She was a cunt. Ugh. You're being so kind actually. I'm I'm very glad because I switched from Miller Lite to rum, so <laughs> I'm trying to help you right, guys out. Liver. We got three more hours to go, three and a half. <clears throat> but yeah. No, you're right. I mean I get I got shit all the time for the Star Wars podcast for the same thing. It's, tw- it's twice a month yeah. for like two hours and I always got the crap of Well, do you even like get it paid for this or anything? Like, no, it's something fun to do. What's the fucking problem? Yeah. Well, I always got... Dude, I I ended up working everything that I did with with 92.3 into money. Not because I wanted to make money, but because that was the way I could keep her off my dick. It was like, when I would do shows, and this is true, like if... Like, you know, I'm a big Pantera guy and a down guy. For when Pantera came to blossom blossom paid me a hundred dollars to do the intro of pantera why because i made that point to them only so i could come home and throw a hundred dollars on the table and go to the show without any hassle and when i introed down when i introed down at the odeon they paid me fifty dollars which was again only so that I could come home and throw it on the table. I had no. I would have done it for nothing. I didn't care. What is wrong with you two? What? I look forward to the twice a month that John does the podcast. Well, because I can do whatever I want, and I can go lay in bed and watch TV and have my pajamas on. Well, I'm going to I'm nothing gonna, sexier than a woman in pajamas before 8 p.m. Yeah, that's hot. Or hey, I don't care. What does she care? He's not home. I don't care. He's not home. That's the whole point. Huh. He's not home. He's not fucking her when he is home. So what's the problem? <laughs> and then there's that segue. <laughs> Drink, by the way. <laughs> and then she goes looking at big Jew tits. Yeah, exactly. No, you know, there there's different kinds of 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 women, and there's different. I guess there's different needs that that women have in relationships. Some I need of need to be alone. <laughs> so, I, see, I don't agree with that either because you. You you hate when he gets when he leaves you too alone. When he when he just pretends you're not part of the household anymore, then you get nuts too. Which fair. I'm not saying that that's bad. 
what I'm saying is there are some chicks, and we've both dated them, and you've probably dated guys like this too, that they got to know where you are every minute of the oh, day. Oh, I was married to one. Oh, I was too. And I couldn't have been more unhappy. You know, she used to come home. She would go to the, like, Walmart or something. She'd go to Walmart, and then she would call me from Walmart, and she'd be like, do you think I should buy this paint? Whatever it would be. I'm just using paint as an example. And I would be like, all right, whatever, you know. So then she would come home, and she would. I'd be in there working, and she'd be like, see, I brought the paint. I got the kind that you said to get. And look what else I got. I got this, and I got this, and I spent $42.31. And I was always like, okay. (laughs) Why do I care? Yeah, and that was it. I was always like, I don't give a shit. I, you know, I I make money. Maybe she just wanted you to acknowledge what That was what it was. She told me that when we broke up. When we broke up, she told me that the... I think this is sixth grade. When we broke up... Well, we did. I mean, when she dumped me, what do you want me to say? When she... It's called a divorce when you're in a... No, but, but when we we broke up four months before we got divorced. Divorce is just the paperwork. You know? When she started fucking the next guy. Is that better? Yeah, Let's drink. Yeah. <laughs> when she started that... When she started that... You know, she sat down with me and told me that that was the that was the main reason she left was because I wasn't attentive enough to her. And and her new dude now, when we were going through Michael's cancer and we had to spend time in the same place together when we were, you know, we spent a lot of time, you know, obviously at the hospital. Her dude would call if he wasn't there, he would call every 10, 15 minutes. How's it going? What's going on? And I would just look at it, and I was like, not in a million I years. If she was like, okay, this is too much. No, she seemed to love it. She, yeah. she loves it. You know, I, don't, I think I told this on the show at one point, but I'll tell it. I'll tell it because I don't think I told it to you. <clears throat> well, I'm the only one here. Yeah, AJ. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even looking at the chat room. But I, um, I had to take my son to, um, to her house. Um, for, was it Thanksgiving? Maybe I think it was Thanksgiving. And I, I, you know, she lives about an hour from here, this hour, hour and 10 minutes from here, something like that. And I had to take him there. Like he came here first to spend a little bit of time and then he, he wanted to go to his mom. So I took him to his mom's and I, I drove up her driveway and it was the first time I'd ever been to her house and Hopefully the last, but, you know, I, I drive up to her house, and I pull up. It's a big, long driveway, got a big old garage, and as I pulled up, there's two chairs in the garage, like sitting, like, at the ass end of the garage, and I looked at it, and when I pulled up, the dude was sitting there, and she was she came running up to help my son get his stuff, and all I could think about was... This is what they do. They they sit in their garage and just sit with each other. And my thought was, who wants to do that? Can you imagine doing that? Just sitting in the garage? No. 
I mean, that, that would be, to me, that, you know, that would be so boring, especially with the life I'm leading now where I'm out and I'm doing, I'm going to shows and I'm having, you know, I, I know I, I say all the time, I'm not dating Kelly and I'm not, but we do spend a lot of time going and doing stuff. We'll go to comedy shows. We go to concerts. We go and do stuff. We've traveled. We've done different things. In my entire 23 years of marriage to Georgetta, we went on one trip to Niagara Falls. We went on one cruise, and we went to see Def Leppard in 87 or 8, <laughs> and we went and saw Bon Jovi in Extreme. Were there two, was it a two-armed drummer? No, one-armed, one-armed one at that point. And we saw Bon Jovi in Extreme, and we saw Shania. And that's Ooh, it. Shania. But that's it in 23 years. That's the extent of us doing stuff together. I mean, AJ, you knew me in that time. Never saw me with her. Nope, never. You I, ne- I never met her. You've never met her. Neither have I. And, and, well, you, you're you a different story. You almost yeah. met her for the wrong reason. You she thought I was banging it. Yeah. Yeah. And she wanted to destroy your car. Yeah. Because she left, Steph left her car here one night. It wasn't even here. No, it was because it was... It was the night after the Squirter episode on the show, and you came over, and I cooked, and then we went out. Karaoke. Yeah, we went, out to, we went out to karaoke Your at, um, at Rookies. <laughs> Rookies and... Oh, I get, that's my DUI night. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, we all have memories We all have of memories night. of that <laughs> night. <laughs> but we went there. Well, the next day, you know, Steph went home with John. And the next day, she showed up to come and get plates or whatever, whatever she was getting out of the house. And she was like, whose car is that? And she's looking in the car and she could see, I don't know, you had like, I don't know, lipstick or something feminine in your car. There was nothing feminine in my car. There, there something that clued her in because I didn't tell her whose car it was. <laughs> I did not tell her and she knew it was a chick's car. And I was like, uh, you know. And remember, and I was trying to call John to try and figure out a way to get the car. I was going to oh, drive it yep, up to the. Yep. I was going to drive it up to the to the gas station. I was. I wanted him to come here and give me your keys, and I was going to drive your car to like up the street or something because I didn't want you to have to deal with her insanity. It was a whole mess. We've definitely gone through some shit. <laughs> No, yeah, definitely. Fun times. How much of the the things you've gotten into over the years do you think are a direct result of Georgetta not doing anything with you? Like um, you? You grew the classic metal show. You did the radio stint, music's bottom line. Grew his hair. Yeah, grew my hair. So you found braided? a whole bunch of shit to do outside of your marriage. Well, I, I mean, if we're going to look pat post-marriage, post-marriage... I really decided it was time to be productive. You know, I I could not do sitting around waiting. That just wasn't going to happen. And I had all these different things that I wanted to do that I never, you know, she was not supportive. That was the biggest problem for me. There was never, there was never a, that kicks ass. That was great. You know, even when I started my business, there was none of that. There was no... 
you know what, you're kicking ass. You know, and, and I, I raised myself up from, you know, the first year I was in business for myself, I made like 20 grand maybe. I mean, I made no money. And that was from 85 grand a year. I quit and went to 20. I mean, that was painful. But then within two years, I was up over 100 grand and it was like more than we'd ever been making before. You would have thought it would have been cool. Good job, sweetie. Yeah, nice, you know, or something. And it just wasn't, that wasn't the way it was. It was always, it was always, you got to do more. You got to change your friends. You got to have different people in your life. You've got to, you got to dress differently. You got to be differently. You can't keep being this rebel asshole, you know. You hear that from Heather too? Heather? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did hear it from her, from, from AJ's girl. Although, I'm not even sure who you were talking to right there because we both heard it from her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, she, I, I don't even want to talk. I, I will talk about her, but, you know, that's your business, not mine. But, I mean, I did not like her. <laughs> I did not like, I I, <laughs> I have a very strict rule about meeting the girlfriends. I don't meet the girlfriends for at least six months. Unless you do a whole episode on the CMS but you about had, that girl. But in fairness, you had been with John more than six months. All right. On and off, but Whatever. yes. I just wanted to meet you because I liked the picture you had on Facebook. I thought you were hot. You had that picture with the fucking hat. With the, oh, Jess took that. The fedora right. hat. I like that picture. That was a hot picture. But um, I just wanted to meet you, but I knew you had been with John for six months. I did know that much. I made the cardinal mistake with Heather of meeting her fairly early. You had not been with her long. Oh, that was a different situation, though. Because that wasn't like, hey, come meet my girlfriend. No, it, it was, was like a party. Yeah, it was uh, John's birthday party, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was a party. And all I know is I get there, and I'm just, you know, first of all, it was like 3,000 miles from here. It was like <laughs> two bucks or what two bucks in Middleburg Heights. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was way far from here. So I drive for an hour. I come in, and she introduces herself to me and she automatically starts off wrong she goes oh i hear you're aj's rich friend and i'm like who's saying that i was like i know you're not saying that i don't know who's saying that but that's bullshit you know that's that's but that and that puts me in a bad mood because I don't, now all of a sudden it's like all right here's person i don't know that has a straight misconception about me Am I going to spend a half hour schooling her, this person that I don't know, or am I going to just say, eh, whatever, you know, whatever? And before I could make a decision, before I could make a decision, she starts in on me about what I could do to be more successful. And I'm like, who the... She does make more than you. Who... She maybe I doubt it. Not not with both gigs. It doesn't matter. Not with both gigs. She don't. You really can't buy happiness. You cannot no. buy happiness. Cause... Excuse me. He's your rich friend. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe she's his rich enemy. Yeah, she's my richer ex. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she just came off at, at me, and I was like, I'm just here to have a couple beers with my friends. By the way, the rule was okay. I just did the math. That was seven months. Okay. July to February. 
All right. So there we go. I, I didn't violate, but man, I wish I would have violated with a ball bat, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> well, and, and, and then the worst part is I'm usually, once I'm done with them, I'm done with them. But because you're an important part of my world, I tried a second time. I know how sweet, but I did. I tried that second time and I thought everything was fine. When we were at your house, Steph, for, oh, God. was that New Year's or something? I forget no. what that was. It was. She only made it till 10 o'clock. It couldn't have been New Year's. I don't remember what it was, but I talked to her for like an hour. I thought everything was good. And then she went home and told you what a dick I was. I was like. Well, first she went outside to smoke a cigarette and started crying. And, and I still have no idea what, what I said. If I, I can't imagine I said anything. Because I was just, I, I mean, I just told her straight up. I said, look, whatever. Because she, she wanted me to back off of the, the, what she said at the first night. I know that part. because, And I wasn't going to do that. You know, you know me better than that. I'm not going to lie to make anybody feel better. I'm just not going to do it. And she wanted, me to, she wanted me to back off that. But then it was like, fuck this. You know, I can't. I cannot. I can't be more nice. I, I sat there. I, I talked to her. I talked about her kid. I talked about her her job. Talked about her relationship with you. I kind of tried to stay out of it and not be like, well, you need to do this or that. I I just was like, well, I hope you guys are happy. You are a dick. Am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> am I? Maybe I am. Apparently. Maybe I am. Stop I mean, caring. Quit being a dick. Well, you know, I'm not supposed to be a caring guy. I mean, everybody hears me on this show talking about Zyklon B diet and stuff, and they don't think that I actually could give a shit about anything, but... He's a softy. I am. I really am. I'm an emotional mush. The Hitler book over here really illustrates that, yeah. yeah I do have a Hitler book. <laughs> <laughs> and the talk of Jew boobs. Look, the dirtiest book in the room is right there. That's true. <laughs> That's the dirtiest book in the room, but no, I you know, it's just one of them things is is with the with the girlfriends for whatever reason, whenever I talk to the girlfriends, maybe it's because I'm an independent or maybe it's because I'm I don't know what it is, but, but the girlfriends always tend to hate me. And uh, look at look at Joanne. <laughs> She hated me for no reason. She hated me for buying her dinner. She hates everybody. <laughs> she literally hated me for buying her dinner. Oh yeah, at Foster's. at your birthday. Yep. We're we're at the we're having a party. Everybody's talking about that they have to leave. There was what fifteen people or so. It wasn't like it was like a thousand people or anything. It was ten, fifteen people, whatever it was. So I just picked up the dinner tab. I was like, yeah, you know. Because everybody, everybody sitting around me anyway was talking about, well, we're going to have to get going and we're running out of money. And we don't want to spend too much money on this and that. You know, everybody was talking about money. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just buy, I'll just buy the dinner for, yeah, make it easy. for everybody. And then everybody has an extra 30 bucks to, and we can have a little party till 11 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock. <laughs> You know, I, I, I really, it wasn't like it was a thing. And she was absolutely offended that I bought her dinner. And I was like, sorry, want to give me 30 bucks? You know, I was like, what, what do you want? 
I, that's another one. I never understood why she was mad. She's just but she was mad. Well, and, and she was mad at me because I took her. I I let her ex husband's musical dream happen. Meeting Seven Dust. Meeting Seven Dust. That was his favorite band, and I facilitated that. And that it's made me a, that made me a dick too. Somehow, it's like, what did I do wrong here? I took him in. He got in for free. It's not like he spent the family money. You know, I've noticed a trend. What happens with vindictive people? I'm not even going to say women, but but people in general is when they see anyone causing happiness for someone that they don't seem to cause. Yeah, they just get pissed. Like, oh, they're they're not that happy around me. So fuck you for making them happy. Yeah, it, it, but it makes no sense. It's like I know I know this only about myself. And you guys know this about me as well, especially you, AJ. When I'm happy, I'm a lot of fun to be around. When I'm not happy, I'm really not fun to be around. And I cannot figure out why anybody would go out of their way to purposely make me angry. You know, that's a bad formula. Any theory, Steph? I've never seen him angry. Shut up. <laughs> He's always been very sweet. Please. He's a very kind man. Please. <laughs> I'm kind to you most of the time. Yeah. Although me and you have argued before, too. so I'll let you have it. Yeah. Well, that's it. You'll fight back, which is fine. But, you know, it's all good. Yeah, I need beer. Let's yeah. play music. That was like an hour, wasn't it? Yeah. Let's play music. What are we going to play? Hey, know. what do we got coming up here? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Played that. Played that. Don't want to play that. Um, what do I want to play? I want to play. How about some Iron Maiden? Will that work? Good shit. What are we hearing? We are going to play the Gates of Tomorrow. Not going to go with anything that's common. I'm going going with like track nine or something from dance of death <laughs> god <laughs> so here we'll play some iron maiden and then we'll come back and we'll actually maybe do something fun or funny or something because really we're three hours in we haven't really done much <laughs> talked about diapers we watched porn we watched porn and talked talked about bad relationships many beers gave their lives yeah, well, many more are going to, so. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. It is Iron Maiden. It is the Gates of Tomorrow exclusively here on the Classic Metal Show. <laughs> 